This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Our special guest today is Josh Shapiro, Baseball Lifestyle 101 founder. Uh, how's, how's it going? Doing, man? Going well, man. Appreciate you having me on. Um, looking forward to this, and uh, thanks again, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's just go back in time. Um, well, one, how'd you get – what was your upbringing like, and how'd you get involved in baseball? Yeah, for sure. So, um, upbringing was honestly pretty pretty standard, normal, middle-class family. Um, grew up here in Long Island, New York. Um, just me, myself, uh, my sister, and my uh, my mom, my dad, so small family. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, with baseball and everything, it was it was always there since day one. My dad's a big baseball guy. My parents actually, funny enough, like met at City Field, or Shea Stadium at the time, which is like for the first time ever, which is pretty cool. Um, so I feel like baseball is always ingrained in my family and in myself. So um, yeah, from a young age, my dad was a my dad's a huge San Francisco Giant fan, so he tried to sway me to be a Giant fan. But uh, you know, growing up in the Jeter era, that didn't really work out. So I ended up being a Yankee fan because my neighbors were big Yankee fans, so they converted me. And, uh, but yeah, man, played, played ball my whole life. T-ball, um, got started really young. So, um, baseball was always like the start. I was always a part of my life from when I was really young. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely feel you on that. Um, and how did you, how did you, um, create baseball lifestyle one-on-one and like, why did you create it? Yeah. So, um, I created it, uh, my sophomore year of high school, um, mm-hmm. where literally just for fun, I was on my phone, um, with my buddy, Tristan. And uh, I just saw a lot of, you know, Twitter accounts. There's really nothing on Instagram. Instagram in 2013 was, like, relatively brand new. And um, I just kind of felt like, you know, <clears throat> putting my two cents out there. So I just started posting and, you know, came up with Baseball Lifestyle 101. Don't even really know why, really know what the name was for. I remember 101 was, like, so it was, like, all-inclusive. You know, anybody can be a part of it. But, uh, yeah, just more or less started posting for fun and uh, – just started it because I love the game of baseball. So I just wanted to, I guess, put my voice out there, have a good time with it. It just ended up being an Instagram account that now has turned into this whole thing. But um, yeah, it was really the, the, the core of the uh, core of the brand was literally just myself enjoying the game of baseball and just saying, let's, let's, let's do something for fun. I know you said you were a sophomore, but how, how old were you at the time? Uh, 15. Gotcha. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and I know, uh, I think I think we talked, I don't know what year we talked, we first talked, maybe, it, w- it might have been 2013 or 14, it's I don't know. a while ago. Yeah, so that's why, that's why it's great. That's why I definitely wanted to get you on, because it's just, like, crazy to see your come up, so how to get you on. Yeah, man, it was, it's been, that's what I'm saying, people see the Instagram account, and they, or they see, like, the brand, and they, you know, they think it's, like, an overnight thing, I'm like, dude, I've been yeah, posting man. on Instagram for, you know, seven, eight years now, 15,000 plus posts later, like, the actual website, you know, apparel side of things is very new. That's like, you know, three years old this year. But the the brand and the Instagram is seven or eight years old, which is crazy at this point, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, what about what, what was like the first, I don't know, maybe like post or something that went like maybe a little viral or like caught on? I don't think we ever really had anything that was like, like we didn't, we weren't obviously like one of those like viral sensations that like blew up overnight and followers came in like crazy. It was all incremental gains. It was all 1% a day. You know, I had goals of, you know, growing the following 250 followers a day, and that's exactly what I did. So whatever I had to do to get to that number, um, just, you know, whether it was just liking photos, you know, just following people, like whatever it was back then to grow the account, that's what I was doing. And um, we've always had crazy, really good engagement. Obviously now with Instagram, like, you know, 
it's the engagement's different it's just based off of what their algorithm is but you know back then man we just had really good engagement we still have really good engagement now for what for what having half a million followers is but uh yeah nothing really blew up overnight i wouldn't say any post went quote-unquote viral i just remember like some posts with like like 200 likes to me was like viral like i remember like viral to me was when i had my phone right and like i haven't had notifications on in years but viral to me was when my phone would just scroll and blow up with like all these likes and that was viral you know like about like at first it was 200 likes and it was 500 then it was a thousand and then like at some point like if i didn't get anything over 10,000 anything under 10,000 likes i was like what's going on so um and now it's you know it's hard to get 10,000 likes again because that's just how it is but um yeah there was really nothing viral per se but i think you know in the in my mind like any, any step was viral for me and then what like what have you learned from just like starting your own business i know i'm sure you had a besides learning like social media i'm sure you had to like probably learn how to do a little graphics obviously marketing probably websites yeah there's a ton i mean i still have so much to learn i think the business side is you know i'm still so young 22 years old like i I ended up, you know, dropping out of college my sophomore year, after my sophomore year of uh, college. So I wasn't really, you know, I was learning a little bit there, but I was learning more actually running the business, you know, and it really wasn't even that much of a business at the time. I was just basically doing influencer marketing um, before it was even influencer or called influencer marketing. Um, I had a, I have a mentor who's now my business partner um, who Bill Ram, who I would just go to for a ton of advice. And he was like a better school than the school itself. You know, he was, he was telling me, you know, post this amount of times and email this and do this. And I would just do it like in a day and come back and be like, here's, here's everything you told me to do. And it's done. And he would give me more. So it was like my homework, quote unquote. Um, but it was like the most valuable learning I actually got. Cause like in school, you know, in high school, I was, you know, I, I was terrible at math. I'm sitting there in math class learning about things that I'm never going to use or in college, I'm, you know, I wasn't, I was learning about business law and about what a trademark is. And I was like, I have a trademark, you know, I'm learning more from actual contracts that my that attorney that I have is, is, you know, teaching me. So it got to the point where, you know, I was just learning by doing, I'm still learning by doing, I read a lot now. I, I always try to learn. Um, I'm nowhere close to where I want to be. Um, it's just every day is, you know, a, better, a chance to get a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely feel you on just learning by doing like, even like the zoom app. Like I just started, I mean, I used it before for meetings, but then I just started using it for like recordings and I was just like, Oh, you just got to click the record button. Like I'm good. Yeah. And that's the same thing with social media and Instagram and stuff. Like people was like, well, how'd you do this? And how'd you do that? And how do you do this? Like, just do it and figure it out. Like, yeah. like, I don't know. Like that's just how I am because I think I've figured my, I think I figured everything out pretty much on my own yeah. in terms of like I'm self-taught in terms of, like Instagram and social, like Bill was helping me with the business side of things, but Instagram and all the hacks and all the things. And like, we used to come up with a bunch of things, man, like I, to create engagement, like, you know, tag a friend, like that was, I'm not saying we created those stuff, but like we were like a part of like the original group that was doing that. Or like we used to do like, um, I used to like take a picture, right? I'd screenshot the picture and it would have like the, the Instagram heart on it. And it would just be like slightly, like slightly on the photo. And I'd be like double tap the heart and it would get more engagement. Like, yeah. giveaways like all that stuff is just learning by like testing um and it's not learning by from a textbook on how to run a social media account or how to beat the instagram algorithm or all that stuff like that's all just jargon yeah yeah yeah. and going back to your point uh with your mentor teaching you more like i felt the same way and um when i actually hired a graphic designer to make my logo and i learned more from him not even like trying like not even trying to learn or like anything yeah and I, I was in college at the time like it didn't 
like he taught me more about branding and everything and making everything like look good and you know looking yeah so it was like crazy like i like that's why i totally get what you're saying yeah 100%. Um, yeah it's even even other thing too is um now when i get asked a question about like how do you get these athletes and i'm just like oh, i was just messaging back in the day and it wasn't even called anything and now it's called like influencer marketing yep <laughs> and it, it's so funny like because like that wasn't even a term then i'm sure like, that's why that's why that's why it's so crazy just so relatable with you um but yeah going back uh like when did i know you said you started uh the clothing like three years ago is that when it like you think turned more into a business yeah i mean i was i was making um you know enough money where mm -hmm. high school i'd have to work a quote-unquote you know real job you want to call it or uh i was just making you know influencer marketing money so just straight cash and then yeah i mean it got to the point where I was getting like a lot of free stuff. I got free hats from Richardson in exchange for posts and um, with our logo on it. And we ended up selling them out like really, really fast. And I was like, huh, like this is interesting. Like I didn't realize people want to buy something with our logo on it. Like I didn't realize people cared that much. Yeah. And then also like all the companies I was doing marketing for were all coming back to me all the time. Like the jewelry companies and all these different things. And I was like, why don't I just put it on my website? Like, why don't I just create a website and just send people all to my website instead of sending people everywhere else? And when I'm creating custom content, why am I wearing Joe's shirt when I can wear my shirt and promote my shirt, you know? So that's just kind of like what happened. Like, I mean, I think I've probably done ads for you back in the day. Like I, I've probably done ads for everybody. Like it's just, but at the end of the day, like, it, yeah, I'd say it legitimized, I would say in 2017. Um, where which was like the first year that the the website started where honestly like it was just we were just doing things by accident because we had crazy like the engagement was so different there and there was nothing like it so like we were just driving a ton of sales to the website at the time and um yeah 2017 was like the first real year where i felt like i was making like a really good amount of money to the point where it was like actual business you know i, I that was a year i um moved out on my own um at, you know 19 20 years old my parents moved um, I bought my car. Like that's when I kind of was like, okay, like this is an actual business. I'm I'm making good money. Like this is this is dope. So, I would say 2017 was like the first real year that I felt um, everything kind of turned around. Gotcha. So I gotta ask you. So have you ha ever had some kind of job? No. Uh, the only no, thing I've done. Crazy. <laughs> the only thing I, I mean, I, I don't even consider it a job because it was just like I love coaching. So like I would work at my yeah. local baseball facility and flip baseballs and teach kids how to hit because like I was I was I was a decent ball player and um, where I worked where I was training since I was young where I met Bill in the back of the gym but there was also a baseball facility I was there since I was like third you know even younger than 13 so mm -hmm. they like knew that I knew what I was doing so I was like helping kids out and coaching but like dude I never I remember one time I went to go get a job and I don't know why I even did it and they asked me for, they asked me, I went to like the doctor to get like, you know, you did like drug tests and stuff. And like, they asked me for like my social security number. I had no idea what it even was because no one ever asked me for it because I never needed it for like an actual job or something. It was the funniest experience going through the whole thing. And I ended up just, just not even doing it obviously. And that was like the, that was like the only time I ever went. I don't even know why I did. It was just one of those things, but yeah, no, never. Um, I almost interned for um, Gary Vaynerchuk um, when I was a sophomore, a freshman in college. Mm -hmm. um, but that didn't end up working out because I was in school. And, you know, if you know Gary, he doesn't like people that are in school. He wants you to be full in with him. So 
um, that's a blessing that I didn't get that internship because I think I wouldn't have been able to focus on the business. So, um, but besides that, no, nothing. That, that's crazy. I mean, and awesome. Going into the clothing, like what's your process of coming up with the designs? So I have a, I have a couple, I have like a, a designer that, you know, kind of handles everything for me. I'm not, I'm not an artistic person. I'm not good with Photoshop or AI or all that kind of stuff. I, I, I tend to bet on my strengths and then let everybody else who's stronger than me in those categories, let them do their thing. Um, so I have a designer that takes care of everything. You know, we throw our occasional input in for what a design looks like, but um, me and him work very close together. Um, I've known him for years and I let him, like I said, dictate what the designs are and if I know it fits in with our brand or not. And we just work very well together. Um, and you know, it's just kind of that process. Like I said, I, I let, I let the people that are stronger than me handle what they are. And I trust them. I'm not really, you know, why would I put my input in on a design? I'm not a designer or why would I put my input into a legal document when I'm not a, you know, a, an attorney, like I let the people that are getting paid to do their job and let them do their thing. Yeah, for sure. How many uh, people do you have working for you? Um, so we have like, it's, it's definitely different. Cause I let, I let a lot of my team kind of, um, I, we have a lot of like independent contractors and stuff that we do. Cause I, I don't, I never want to hold anybody back. Yeah. Um, I know like, for example, like, you know, there's some, like a lot of people that work for us also have their own companies on the side because that's just how I am. I never want to, like I said, I don't like putting everyone's bet on the BL 101 company and on myself. It takes a little bit of pressure off where, you know, Hey, if something were to happen, you know, at least you have this thing or you have that thing. So, um, we have about, we have a team of what well, we got two, three, four, about five of us, six of us. And then there's like an extended team of about like, you know, maybe two or three more, um, whether they're designers or legal or accountants or, you know, other videographers, but they're not like, they're kind of paid based off of like, you know, work, yeah. but we have a, we have a really solid team. It's just that it's just a little bit um, spread out, but the main people that are in the office every day is roughly about five of us. Gotcha. And then uh, I think it was, I don't know if it was last year, 2018, is it, was it when you went to the college world series? Yeah. So we, the first year was 2018. Okay. Um, and then we went back last year. Yeah. I remember, I remember seeing it the first year then, and it was like crazy. And you were in like every day you're like, wait, I'm going to make a video every day. And then you were just like, whoa, this is getting like nuts. So like, tell me about that experience. Yeah. 2018 was, so I would say, like I said, 2017 was the first year where the money was there. And then 2018 was the first year that the brand was really like there. Mm -hmm. um, Cause that was the first year we ever went to like an in-person tournament that size or event, excuse me, that size. And um, again, Bill, who was my mentor at the time, drove all the way to Omaha, New York. Cause he doesn't fly first of all. Mm -hmm. And uh, we went there and uh, you know, we went like a small team and we didn't know what to expect. And, you know, we didn't know how much money we we're going to make or how many people would care about the brand. I mean, we had like 400,000 followers at the time or might have been 500,000 at the time even, but like people just didn't really even like, you don't know, you know, like this 500,000 translate to like people actually caring about who you are. Um, so when we got there, it was kind of unexpected, but yeah, dude, it was nuts. It ended up being like one of the craziest things ever. Um, I think I took like a thousand plus photos with kids and it got to the point where like I had my hood up and I was like, I can't, you know, like I was like, I was like a celebrity there and it was nuts. Um, and it was just crazy kids coming up, how much they love the brand, you know, how amazing it was to see all this stuff in person for the first time, uh, to meet us, to meet the team. And then Bill pulled me aside and was like, Hey, he's like, look at this. The store was packed. Right. You know, I'm just, he pulls me aside and I'm, I'm not even 21 at the time, I'm 20 years old. And he's like, dude, I see where this is going. You know, he goes, I can, this is going to be, I see where this can go. Um, 
you know, he goes, you got two things here. He goes, you know, you can bring me on as like a, as a part-time owner, or, you know, you can continue doing this yourself. I'll be your mentor, but like, I got to take a step back. You know, I can't be driving to Omaha for you every year, you know, without kind of, you know, getting something like, Hey dude, like completely get that. Um, you've been helping me out since I was 15 years old. So I said right on the spot, I was like, dude, let's, let's do this. Um, and that was kind of like the first unofficial day that Bill came on as a, like a part-time owner. Um, cause he owns a uh, strength and conditioning facility as well. That's where I was training where I met him. And, uh, yeah, it kind of was like, that was the first year the business was really, I felt like legitimized. Um, it was the first year we did over seven figures in sales. So that was a really big year for us. Uh, it was a big learning year. It's still big learning years because financially and business wise, it's, there's so many things you learn when you go from a six figure business to a seven figure business and then you keep growing. There's a lot of things that it's not easy to learn. Um, so there's a lot of like expensive learning curves. So that's why I said the business is still so young, but that was really a huge brand transition point for us and for everything that we've done. Yeah. See, and like, that was just like totally dope to me that like, cause like no offense, but you're not like famous or anything, but no. I'm saying so like, but that was dope that the, like, it was like a real community. Like, you know, like I'm sure you see a lot of, like even right now, there's a lot of celebrities and stuff that I remember. I don't know if you listen to Russ and he's talking about like mm-hmm. guys that can't like even sell like a hundred thousand albums and they have like millions of followers. Right. That's the thing. Like people talk about all the time, you know, what we've created was a community and a brand and not just an Instagram page. You know, there's so many pages out there, but they don't sell anything. Yeah. Why? Cause nobody actually cares. They just go to you to entertainment. They scroll down, they like it and they leave. But like with us, they stay. You know, with us, they engage. With us, they know who I am. They know who my, my team is. They know my story. They know everything. Um, and I think that's really important. And that's that's one thing I would say is, like, I don't really care about the half million followers. Like, I think we'd be the same business at a smaller scale of followers. It's just about the, con- the connection we have with each one. Like, I answer – I run the social day to day. I answer hundreds of kids a day I, on DMs and comments. I, I, I answer every single kid. And I have personal relationships with kids where, like, I know who that kid is, you know? And I think that's really important to establishing a brand is like the one-on-one connection that you, that people have with people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Was there any like favorite moment at Omaha? Uh, Just my experiences with my friends. I mean, I have like so many like Snapchat memories and Instagram stories of like just me and my boys like hanging out. Like this is the coolest thing where, you know, like I'm experiencing this with some of my best friends, you know, so Mm -hmm. to bring all my friends with us to Omaha and, for us to experience, you know, Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska for the College World Series is a crazy time, amazing, fun time. And, like, those are the things I remember forever. It wasn't necessarily, like, I don't – I couldn't even tell you how much money we made, like, but I could tell you exactly what we did on that Saturday night with, you know, my friends. Like, that was, like, the memories. So, I would say, like, that was the biggest thing is, you know, looking back on it and, like, realizing, like, the legitimacy of the brand while having an amazing time. Yeah, it's dope. Um, who, who have you, like, worked with, like, major league baseball player-wise? Um, like we haven't necessarily like done anything in terms of like sponsorships and stuff because, you know, there's so many tricky things when it comes to the PA and MLB and just money that doesn't necessarily have to be thrown, you know, out. Um, but we deal with so many guys in terms of like, I have a lot of personal relationships, like you said, that you built where just some direct messaging guys and having relationships and sending them out gear and just saying, Hey man, this is yours. I hope you enjoy it. They genuinely enjoy the gear and then they post it and then you post them and then they're making videos in it and you're posting those videos. So like there's so many guys that we have that sort of relationship with. And I, I really enjoy that because it's organic and real. I'm not worried about like making sure that this guy posts three times and because it's part of his contract. Like we don't really have, we don't have that at all, honestly. Um, 
I don't think we really plan on it. Maybe, maybe we'll see, but it just doesn't really, you know, fit into what we do. I think, I think we more, you know, work with those guys to help legitimize the brand and help give them exposure because it's just a networking thing. Um, but again, and it's also for me too, it's really cool because I obviously want to play professional baseball and have relationships with those guys. And now I'm not only, you know, their, their Instagram friend, I'm the actual friend in real life. And I think that's what's just really cool for myself. So. I don't have anybody in particular per se. Like there's so many guys that we deal with. Like you've seen the Instagram lives all week. Like there's a new guy every day that we're kind of just connecting with and working with. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Once you get to a certain level, then people, you know, other players talk so they know and they already know your brand. So I want the, I just want the players to know and they, and they, and we are known around the league. It's just like a genuine good person that's trying to help people out. And Hey, if you want to hit up Josh to just, you know, ask them a question about what I should do for social media or just can you post this or do this or help me out. Like, we're, you know, we're mostly there for these guys because, you know, we want to create actual genuine relationships with people. Yeah, definitely. And what about, like, I know, uh, like, during the coronavirus, like, how has that affected your brand right now or not? Affected? Um, I think it's – I think it's – like I was telling you before, we're kind of made for this. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a very small team. We don't have large overhead. We don't have retail stores. We're all direct to consumer. Um, and our social media is our biggest thing. So content's our biggest thing. I mean, that's what we live off of. You know, we're a pseudo media slash apparel company. You know, some people look at us as a media company. Some people look at us as an apparel company. I don't care. As long as you look at us as, a, as an amazing brand that you enjoy. And if you want to buy the clothing, great. If you don't, great. If you want to consume our media, tremendous. Um, so that's just kind of who we are. So like going on Instagram lives and it's given me a lot more time to feel like I'm kind of back to when I was 15 again, mm-hmm. where like all I'm doing is sitting at home and being on my phone and posting and engaging and, you know, playing call of duty again. Like yeah. that's just like, I feel like I'm 15 again, doing what I was doing where I still have the legitimize of the business to run, but a lot of it around me has slowed down. A lot of things that we were supposed to travel to are canceled. Omaha's canceled. I'm going to worry about that. At this point in April, I'd be starting to think about Omaha and I'm, pl- I'm prepping for June and April. Yeah. Um, and that's a long, tenuous process of planning Omaha and trips and, uh, you know, money and what, what inventory you bring. It's a whole, whole ball game. I'm not having to worry about that right now is like kind of taking the stress off my back and, you know, yeah, we're going to miss out on some revenue in person this year, but at the same time, it's going to be kind of nice to just chill out a little bit and just kind of get back to the roots of what the brand is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. When you were 15, um, what originally did you want the brand to be? No idea. I, well, I mean, I, I did at 5,000 followers go to Bill and I was like, I was like, Hey, I want to start a clothing brand. Okay. Cause like, I just wanted to wear Like I honestly, like I was, I was wearing routine baseball stuff. All right. I so that, like, hey, like, oh, there you, go. I, you got me. I was like, hey, like, I want to wear my own stuff. So I just started, I wanted to create my own clothing. And then Bill was like, hey, like, it started breaking down conversion rates and this, that, and the other. And I was like, I'm going to sell, like, 10 T-shirts. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. So he just said, create a community and create a, you know, create a, uh, a community and a brand. And that's really what I ended up kind of shooting for. And then I started getting, you know, free stuff from all these brands. Then I started getting 10 bucks for a post and 15 and then 50 and then 100. And um, I didn't really know what I want. I just, mm-hmm. I enjoyed doing it. And, you know, I just, I liked, I'm always a hustler. So I was always like a kid that just liked to make money. You know, my parents were always the people that were like, if you want it, you got to go buy it yourself. So I was always just, you know, doing things to make money, whether it was flipping things on eBay, mowing, you know, my neighbor's lawn, my dad's, you know, my parents' lawn and anything to do. So like, I think it was just like a hustle for me. 
I like to hustle to grow my account. I like to hustle to grow the money. And I think it's the same thing today. It's just like, but I have goals of like, you know, getting things that I want, you know, and, and, and growing the brands I want and doing, you know, the things that I can with my friends and family. So it's the same goal. It's just a little bit different now. Yeah. So that leads up to my next question. What, what's the future for baseball lifestyle one one I mean, I think there's so much. I think what's really cool about it is that since we are media based, we have a lot of different branches that we can go into. Like we're not just stuck into clothing, you know? So like, we're not just pigeonholing. Like if we started up a baseball team or we started up a tournament or a, an event or whatever it is, like, it's not weird, you know, like, yeah. but if your favorite like clothing company started up, like, you know, call it, I don't know, whoever it is, if they start up a, a team or an event, it would look weird. You know, like Nike doesn't create their own teams. They sponsor teams. Yeah. Right. Like, so what I'm saying is more in terms of like, we're just going to go into other things when the time is right. But I think just continuing to expand media first and the clothing's still so young. So I think there's a long journey ahead there. And I think there's other things that we're going to get into. It just kind of depends on where everything's going on. You know, like looking at it now, like if we were to start a team or an event company, like that's based off of people. And right now, like nobody could play baseball. So like, yeah. is it worth going into that when we just right now we're just direct to consumer? So how can we make money? How can we make more money just sitting at home and when people are stuck at home and then work our way from there too, because, you know, this puts, this puts a big reflection on your eyes and says, shoot, man, I don't know what the future holds. I don't know if this, you know, this thing comes back or something else happens where, you know, people are going to have to be self-quarantined in the future. If my business is relying on people showing up to a door, I'm in trouble. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Luckily right now, I'm not in that position, but I want to make sure we can kind of, you know, grow what we can first before kind of diving into other things. Yeah, what about, is there anything like you want to make or like collab with somebody on? Like, I know you made um, boat shoes one year too, right? Yeah, so we still get those. We're just, uh, we kind of just held back right now with everything going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're going to probably make, we got some, we got some good stuff planned that we did like a cool collaboration with um, Katie Custom at the time when they did like uh, those Ultra Boosts where they painted them and we, you know, we kind of did like a little thing there. So I think shoes and the culture is something that we'll get into. Um, I don't really have any like necessarily dream collabs. I mean, we collabed with Easton last Omaha, which was really cool for me. Um, that was something that was amazing because you know, looking back on it, you swung Easton bats. Everyone knows Easton, and I was working with Easton. My logo was next to them, and that was like pretty freaking cool. Yeah. So like that was like I'd say that was one of the most memorable moments too. Just like seeing our logo next to Easton and being like, wow, like what? Like this don't make sense. So I think just continue to do things like that. Um, we've got some things in the works. I think a lot of things have kind of you know died down right now with everything going on. Everybody just focused on staying alive and um, like alive in terms of their business, and you know. I think we'll get to things when we do, but there's definitely some things in the future for sure. Gotcha. And what advice would you give to somebody starting a brand? I would say, honestly, like two things is one, don't let anybody tell you that like, you know, what you're doing is stupid or not worth it or, you know, make fun of you and don't let that get to you. Cause I was made fun of for baseball lifestyle when I was in high school by the kids on the baseball team and other people was just like, what is this stupid Instagram? Cause like I said, now there's Finstas, there's, you know, there's, there's blog. Everyone's got a blog. Yeah. No matter what, right? Everybody you personally follow on your own Instagram, if they like food, they start their own food blog. Like, that's not what it was in 2013. Like, for you to start an account about baseball was like, dude, what are you doing? Um, so now it's looked upon very different. But stick with it. Follow your passion because it will lead you to where you want to be. And then focus on incremental gains. I think I'm very big on, like, 1% better a day, stacks across a long period of time, stacks across a year, stacks across that. And then you turn around and I look back at it three years ago in 2017. I'm like, wow, like where the business has gone crazy since 2017. And 
I remember in 2017, I wasn't even in a, I wasn't even in our warehouse we were in now. Like, and then you look back at things. So I think small gains lead to like big efforts. And I think it just takes time. Um, I think time's a big thing. So I'm not really kind of stressing about now, you know what I'm saying? That's when you ask about the future. Like I'm worried about right now, making sure that the brand is the best it can be right now. And I know everything else will take care of itself. So, um, and I think focusing on the one-on-one, build your community one-on-one. Don't worry about having 500,000 followers. If you have a thousand people that are paying, you know, $500 a month, you're sitting pretty okay. You don't need 500,000 people. So like, that's what I was saying to you, like 500,000 just happened, but like, I'm more worried about going, I don't care if we didn't grow another follower on Instagram. I really don't care. All I care about is taking the 550,000, 60,000 people that we have on Instagram and just going deeper into those people, right? Going on to TikTok and now we've got 55,000 on TikTok, going deeper in those 55,000. You know, like I want to connect with every single kid and I want every single kid to love the brand. So I think going one-on-one and building your brand and your community one by one is very important. Cause even back then when I was small, like I didn't, you know, I, every time I got a new follow, I was always engaging with that kid. I didn't look at it any different and I don't do the same thing now. You know, I look at it as I'm zero growing by one. So I think that's the biggest way to do it, to look at it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't, I don't even think in 2013, there was even the business pages yet. No, 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 no. Heck no. Heck no. I wasn't <laughs> running Facebook stuff till like 2018, man. Like yeah. so different, so different. Yeah, for sure. All right, you ready for some uh, fun questions? They're gonna go from average to savage. Let's do it. All right, what's your what's your favorite uh, song right now? Favorite song right now? Ooh, oh, I gotta look this real quick. I don't have it off the top of my head. I got my Spotify open. Don't worry, I'll be on repeat. Honestly, I've been crushing the. No lie, I've been crushing the uh, the new weekend album. All right. So I would say I would say alone again by the weekend. That song that song is crazy. What about um, who's your top top five favorite players? All time. Yeah, I gotta go. Definitely Jeter. I gotta go. Robbie Cano is a fun guy to watch for me. Didi Gregorius. Those are my Yankees. And then I would go Harper. Hey. <laughs> I love Didi. Didi's the man. I love Harper. And I would go. Um, see, Altuve was in there, man. But after this whole thing, nah. So I'm, I'll probably go. I'd probably go Stroman. All right, that's cool. All time? Yeah, I'm not like, you know, like I'm a history guy, but like, you know, I, I like all time, like I, I, I don't know. Those are my guys. I mean, I'm, I was born in 1997. I can't go too far back. I don't, you know. Sure. <laughs> but like those are the guys, like, Jeter and Cano were the guys I grew up watching and Didi was my favorite recent Yankee and Stroman's from Long Island and small undersized guy like myself. And uh, who else I say? And Harper, I just, I just always was fascinated with him when he was younger and I think he gets way too much hate for what he is, but. I love what he does for the game. Have you got any of those guys to wear your gear? No. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. And the, and the one that would make me the most excited would honestly be Didi because he's, like, my favorite player currently. Oh, well, I, could probably, I, just, I could probably make that happen. You made that happen, man. That'd be dope because Didi's, like, my guy. Like, I, I think he took over from Jeter, and I just – I'm a big Didi Gregorius fan no matter where he plays. I think he's, like, one of those underrated guys that's uh, just a good, genuine dude. Yeah, it's crazy because the one shirt he's still wearing that I sent him like literally six years ago. I remember him wearing that. Yeah, I remember the blue one, right? Uh, well, yeah, that yeah. one too. But uh, the Blood Sweat Success T-shirt. Yes, I, yes, yes. He literally still wears it. Um, and he was just wearing the chip on my shoulder one uh, at, at Philly's camp, so that was crazy. Yeah, too. no, that he's a like, good dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, what else? Are there? Oh, what do you like to do in your free time? Um, man, I would say 
which been there is free time. No, um, I would say I, I do enjoy to, I do enjoy to like read. I genuinely enjoy, honestly, like I really do enjoy learning as kind of corny as that sounds like I didn't, you know, I didn't finish school. Right. So like, I think oh, that's so corn. important. You didn't, miss, you didn't miss much like on in the, in the classroom, in the classroom, you didn't miss anything. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So like, I genuinely enjoy like learning about business. I genuinely enjoy like, um, just kind of, you know, reading and kind of getting myself better. I, I love going to the beach. I'm a big, like, uh, just kind of get outside guy and just catch like I love the like just catching like a good vibe and just hanging outside and when it's nice out um so it sucks right now but you know luckily you know the day was nice in 62 in New York so I was able to just kind of walk around outside and catch some you know like some nice heat but like I love just kind of hanging out outside with my friends and uh yeah I mean I use I take like I used to take my jeep on the beach and kind of hang out on the water like near the water so those kind of things are just kind of relaxing me, you know, cause I think I'm always, I'm always going. So it's things that shut me off um, that can really, you know, kind of make me, that's why kind of like my hobby. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I've been starting to feel like guilty when I go to like the movies and stuff. Like when I don't like, it's like, it was, it, it began weird lately. And I'm just like, Oh, I'm the same way, man. It's like, I'm like, if I'm taking off like an hour. I'm like, I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, or, or I like, I just go back in my recliner, then I start falling asleep and I'm like, nah, I gotta gra- I grab my laptop. I gotta go back on it. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Uh, last one. Uh, what, what's something people don't know about you? People don't know about me. I feel like this is a, this is a tough one. I need, I need some, I need some exclusive. <laughs> Yo, Josh, what's something that people don't know about me? What's something that people don't know about me? Don't don't blow up my spot though. I'm asking the other guys. I'm trying to think right now. Sometimes people don't know about me. I'm trying to make this a quick answer for you too. I want to keep people hanging. Sometimes people don't know about me. Yeah. This is my this is like my best friend Josh who knows me for my whole life. So he would know too. I'm trying to think. Wow, this is I wasn't you got you gotta prep me for this question, man. This is a tough one. People don't Oh, I did. I did do that. That was like that's a, that's a fun fact though. I did beat my dad around the world for a lot. But that's it. All right, so this is a funny story though. I was shooting horse outside, and thanks for the good story. I was like, I was missing every shot. Like I said, when it comes to money, I'm I'm in. He goes, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you beat me around the horse, going straight around, beat him around the world. Took my dad's a hundred bucks. I'm I was actually a pretty decent, pretty decent shooter in basketball, but I quit basketball because I was too short and I would get blocked in the paint. So that's something that people don't know about me that I sucked at basketball, but I could shoot. All right. I like it. I'll take it. That's what I got. I, I, that's put me on the spot. Anything else? I used to play a ton of Call of Duty when I was younger. I used to, like, just have, like, stacks of, like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I would play COD a ton. So, <laughs> that was a big thing. So, I was a big Call of Duty guy. Uh, yeah. I sucked at math. I, I failed math in senior year of high school. So, there you go. I'll Those take are fun it. facts you want to know about me. I'll take it. Well, I appreciate you coming on. And I uh, could you let the listeners know where they could uh, follow you at. Yeah, man. So definitely uh, shoot us a follow on Instagram for first uh, at baseball underscore lifestyle 101. Uh, our website's bl101.com. Um, TikTok, got to follow us there. Facebook, everything, man. So um, definitely give us a follow. Check out our site and uh, really appreciate you having me on, man. Um, it's been a long time. Like I said, we haven't known each other for a while. So no, we've been a good journey, man. There's a lot more to come for it. This is just the beginning. So I'm looking forward to the future. Yeah, for sure. Actually, I got a, one last question. What do you think about TikTok? Love it. Love it. It's what Instagram it's what Instagram felt like in 2013. Yeah. 
you can get crazy engagement for doing dumb stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it, that's what Instagram was in 2013, man. So yeah, sure. I'm telling you, when I, I feel the intuition of it, it feels very similar. Yeah. Very, very similar. Uh, again, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. No problem.